Hello, welcome to episode 88 of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host, Joseph Blanchett, and this is Dustin Watts. Yo! And Randy Keepers. Hey! He says he's sick, but he sounds fine to me. I, I'm a sick man. So if you hear uncontrollable snorting... That's... Uh, yeah, I'm good. And uh, we're here to review the newest Marvel movie, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Or as I like to call it, Disney trying to get out Star Wars before Star Wars. <laughs> or as I like to call it, Ooga Chaka, Ooga, Ooga, Ooga Chaka. Or as I like to call it, the best thing I've seen in a while. That's pretty true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's because, like, as you guys already know, like, we've already, um, you and I, Joey, have speculated um, that the Marvel Cinematic Universe would have a very large uh, cosmic scale after Thanos was introduced. Yeah, it would have to go cosmic eventually. Yeah, co- th- you bring up Thanos, you br- it, things, the scale gets large. Like, I mean, even, you know, weird Silver Age stuff aside, such as Thanos having a, a helicopter with his name on it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty oh, good though. And Thanos getting beat by a squirrel girl. Shh. We don't talk about that. Oh yeah. Spoilers for Avengers three squirrel girl kicks Thanos in the balls. Yeah. Confirmed for Avengers three, a squirrel girl. Yeah. So uh, this will have spoilers for, um, all Marvel movies and whatever comics we decide to talk about. Um, and, and, like, the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show and all that stuff, so... We're not going to hold anything back here. Um, so, Guardians of the Galaxy. I did not know anything about it, like, previous to this movie being announced, really. Like, I knew Rocket Raccoon was a character, and I've heard of Groot before, but that was about it. Yeah, I, on the other hand, like... The only character I didn't really intimately know about was... Uh, like, I don't know a lot about Drax, because, like, he dies a lot and is gone for periods of time, and it's just crazy. But, yeah, like, Drax was the only one I wasn't completely familiar with. <laughs> well, I'm not particularly familiar with this particular lineup to the Guardians of the Galaxy, but, well, or in the Guardians. I'm familiar with them. I'm just not, I just don't know a lot about them, because Never really gotten a Marvel Cosmic all that much. Yeah, like, and the movie's kind of based on, from what I understand, kind of the, the newest run of uh, Guardians. Uh, they've yes. been around since, like, the 70s, I think. And yes, they've sir. changed and they've changed membership quite a few times. Yeah, and, and like, a character like Star-Lord, I heard, uh, kind of sh- shows up and disappears for 10 years and pops up again to make sure his, his rights don't lapse or something like that, basically. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, really, it's really weird. Like, sometimes the comics, but, like, when they, uh, when the, uh, this came out during the Silver Age, so like a lot of things that just don't make any sense happens a lot. And so, like, um, they were from the back, future, right? Like, they were, yeah, 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 they were, they were from the future. Uh, they, they were from the future because somebody came from the past and was like, holy crap, there's a whole bunch of terrible stuff going on. And, uh, yeah, we need to go back to the past. And then they go to like our, the current future or the current present. Which is in an alternate timeline. It's, 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 it's just weird. Yeah. It's, just, it's just weird. It's Silver Age. Of course it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It's To say that the, the there wasn't a period of time in comics where, like, throw it into space and see what happens was the thing. It's, it was it's, the Silver Age. <laughs> oh, God. 
Yeah, so the move is based a- on some of the more recent takes on the Guardians. Like the 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 the, the cast of characters are are mostly the same. Although well, I, they they did change Drax a bit from the comics, but honestly, I think it I think that worked out for the best. Well, they changed the, the origins for a lot of them. To be fair, uh, like Gamora was pretty much the same, but um, oh, yeah. uh, Star Lord was pretty pretty similar. Um, but like Rocket Raccoon and uh, Drax and Groot are treated differently um, than than their uh, mainstream counterparts. And, and that's really the the writers just you know knowing they're making a movie and not mm-hmm. and they don't have. 30 years of comic legacy they have to build on. So it's, yeah, like, how can we... Yeah, that is true. That makes a lot of sense, too. Which is why I'm not pissed. (laughs) I understand that, like, Drax was actually, like, one of the original members, but he's, like, a a genetically modified human or something like that that dies and reborns to fight Thanos over and over again. Yeah. And they kept that kind of premise where he's kind of after Thanos, but you know he doesn't have to have that com- like that uh, convoluted backstory for this. It just was yeah. a complicated thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. So like uh, like a lot of people were when they heard of the next big Marvel movie is going to be Talking Raccoon and all that stuff, and uh, like what what are they doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, like what was funny is like there was a joke I saw. Um, a while ago, and I, I uh, don't remember who said it, but they were they were talking about how like um, DC and Warner Brothers was like, uh, you know, we we were not going to give uh, Wonder Woman her own movie because you know her 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 backstory is a little too weird, and uh, you know some some people wouldn't understand it all that well. And then here's Marvel, and it's like, oh hey guys, here's a talking raccoon in space <laughs> with comments. <laughs> And then and then Marvel and then DC announces seven new movies. Well, it's because this is an ass whooping symphony in Marvel's favor right now. Yeah. Like while they understand that like DC has the star power of Superman and Batman, they haven't been able to keep up a consistent track record of movies that have been so critically acclaimed. Yeah, like That's- the last. DC film that was super critically acclaimed was the first, uh, the second uh, Christopher Nolan film. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, like uh, Dark Knight Rises was kind of hit and miss. A lot of people didn't like what they did with uh, Man of Steel. Yeah. And before, and, and in between that, like uh, Green Lantern was just a disaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're all big fans of Marvel Studios here, so we're not here to to take a poop on. No, I, I know we're I'm not. not I'm I'm not a, I'm not, I'm a fan of both DC and Marvel. I'm just not liking the direction either one is going at, out, well, comic-wise. So we, DC, uh, I don't, I don't mind. And Before we start well, talking about the, the movie itself, um, Guardians opened at, was it 94 millions in, um, 94 million in the U.S.? It was Something absurd. Like that. It was a very, very large number. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, it, it's the third largest opening of the year, right behind, um, Transformers at number one, and then uh, Captain America at number two. So I mean, it was kind of like I wasn't expecting to make that much bank. Yeah, I, I wasn't Nobody. necessarily. I wasn't either. Like to I'm, be fair, I'm happy it did. Uh, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> it. 
because it's like pretty much everyone in the in the well the universe has seen it, and so uh, and except for my roommates. But, oh, I'm gonna see it no less than five times. <laughs> yeah, I might see it again this weekend. I don't, I don't know. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles opens this weekend. <laughs> I know. Which I want to see, but probably not at the movie theater. <laughs> well, uh, the good news is I've already um, read some reviews on it. Um, it's not bad. But yeah, it's, not hearing, it's not too bad. Yeah, it's not it's bad. bad. It's not great. So It's, it's, it's not it's, bad. It's it's a Michael Bay movie. Not bad is it's, a step. It's, a produ- it's, he's produced, it's produced by him, uh, to be completely fair. But to be, you know, even more fair, I mean, like, yeah, it is produced by him. Because Megan Fox is in it! Anyway, um... Is it, is it alright... Okay, this is the last, last uh, tangent. Is it alright not to hate Megan Fox anymore? Because I think she paid her dues. I know. Nah, I'm, I'm still going to be mean to her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so getting into Guardians of the Galaxy, um, it is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it's pretty much its own thing. Um, it... it- it advances the cinematic. It advances the overall myth arc of the uh, cinematic universe, but is standalone story-wise. Yeah, um, so, this uh, cast is super memorable and like perfectly cast. And uh, people give um, a credit to like Iron Man, saying, "Oh, they nailed um, Iron Man with a uh, Rob Downey Jr." Well, I think they did that with everybody. You know. Yeah, Guardians. Yeah, everyone was so well cast. Everyone was so uh, like appropriate for their character, and like I was, I was a little hesitant at first um, for hearing that Dave Bautista was going to be in it. You know how wrestlers are in movies; they're they're really big hams. So I think this may either be a testament to uh, to uh, Bautista's skill as an actual like film actor. Or it is his, the um, a testament to James Gunn's direction. Uh, actor actor control and direction and things like that. Which, if I may add, he has great comedic timing. This Marvel needs. This is what Marvel. What Marvel did right here was they let James Gunn do what he want. They didn't well, basically. So, so far, they have been able to. Uh, so far, Marvel has been like, well, let's take it out, let's look it over, and stuff like that. But the people that they get to film or uh, write these movies, direct them, get them working, these are people who come from a background who appreciates this kind of stuff. Yeah. So they're they're the type of person who would nerd rage over an inconsistency or an inaccuracy, and which is, so which which makes it kind of weird that they how they how they did with Edgar Wright, but. Well, uh, Edgar Wright didn't mix with the studio system. He's he's not a studio system guy, and uh, yeah. as I mean, Marvel is super controlling of their properties. But at the yes. same time, I think they they know when to let a, a director and a writers kind of do their own thing. And Edgar Wright, without knowing, you know, which direction he was taking, it was obviously not going in the directions Marvel wanted. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But uh, people like Joss Whedon, James Gunn, um, especially those two, I think the most, just, just uh, it clicked with them. Like, yeah, it, part it, of like it, Marvel family. It exudes. Uh, it's it shows what they can do, and I, I really appreciate what they've done with these uh, properties that I've grown up with. James you know, Gunn. I'm um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I was. I, I just finished my thought. Go okay. for it. James Gunn has been super open, um, like leading up to this movie of like how he's how he approached Marvel and how like once he like once he wasn't that interested, but then he started to think about the actual like characters and story. He's like, okay, I I am the right person for this job. If I don't direct this movie, it's never going to work. And like yeah. Mar- Marvel saw that, and he was like. You know, this is this is the guy, and he was super passionate throughout this entire project, and it, it really shows um, throughout the entire movie. Uh, credit has to go too to the, like the original writer who um, you know wrote the first draft of the script. I think it's actually a, a lady. Her, her name's Kathleen something something. Um, and like obviously, you know, they had a had a vision for this movie. Um, Definitely, I agree. And it's it. They did such a good job. I like. I really love the uh, the cosmic aspect of Marvel. It's probably already well known uh, that I do. Uh, but the, like seeing uh, characters like Gamora and seeing all of these uh, all these characters that I grew up with, all these characters that I really like. Um, I just I'm so hyped about it. <laughs> yeah. So what so you how do you think about how they handle the Nova Corps? Um, I feel like they have a lot of room to uh, expand it. To expand it, yeah. So, and so, you think we'll actually see Nova? Uh, yes, yes, I actually do. I think we will see Nova. Well, which Nova? That's the that's the real question. Hopefully, Richard Ryder, because um, after seeing Star Lord in action, um, it would make sense if they were like, oh, well, you know, those Terrans—they're not so bad. We should probably get one of those in the Nova Corps because they, you know, they can get shit done. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Be interesting. But, be interesting. Maybe if they did like a Nova Corps like mini series, make it like a police procedural in space. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, this is just an idea. I batted around. They could well, have Nova Corps and Agent of Shield. Yeah, they could. But I also want to see Richard Ryder blasting through space like a badass. The um, actually, my my biggest complaint about this movie is um, not necessarily have to do with the Nova Corps because I think like they were presented just fine. Um, it was the context of of um, Ronan and why he's. Angry at everyone. Um, oh, Ronan the accuser. Yeah, because um, he's a massive xenophobe. Well, <laughs> well, well. Hear me out. What happens in the movie? It's like you hear this this uh, news blur about a peace treaty between Xandar and the Kree Empire. Okay, that's great. Why are they mad at each other? They never go into detail about. Well, yeah, and like I can I can explain I can explain through like what's in the comic books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it is fair to say that they didn't really explain that in the film. Yeah, and um, um, Ronan, for all I understand, is kind of like the Judge Dredd of the Korean Empire. Yeah, like, he is. Dishing out punishment. But in the movie, he's kind of uh, he, he, he's kind of separate, like he branched away from it. Uh-huh. And um, he's not really, like, I don't think he's ever, ever called Ronan the Accuser in the movie. Actually, he is. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. yeah, they call him that. Yeah, so he's not really part of the Kree Empire, per se. And the whole, I don't know, it's just like the context of, of the war they were having is just kind of brushed aside without giving a lot of, uh, you know, context for it. And uh, yeah. I think 
didn't they cover that in like the uh there was a prequel comic well they probably did and um that kind of raises the other complaint i have is that um like nebula and uh gamora's history wasn't explored so you never really knew the way gamora was before she um rebelled basically like you saw her as a pretty good person but i imagine there's a tire backstory there where she's a horrible person yeah her and she is yeah (laughs) yeah and um let's not let's not let's not uh split hairs here and you know that's probably why they had had that prequel comic in the movie you never really get the sense of the history between those two characters um and even even thanos like thanos is giving very little uh lead up aside from the fact that you know that he was kind of behind loki's invasion you know it's like who's thanos what is he a part of what is he doing what's his ideals you don't really know yet and i think that's the biggest fault in the overall arcing like like how this fits into the overall universe like that's the big problem with this movie but you know this movie is great it's fun it's yeah it's pretty amazing what they did here ran over yeah, and I, I agree with a lot um, a lot of what's been said there because it makes a lot of sense. Uh, my thing that I'm excited for, though, is that I, I want uh, to see more of this stuff in the future, more of this, uh, you know, more of more of the, the cosmic aspect being flushed out a little more. Because, I, I, again, I, I'm a huge, huge cosmic fanboy. I, I, I will scream with so much happiness uh when you know uh captain marvel shows up or adam oh, warlock or something like oh, that I was, oh man oh. oh adam warlock's gonna show up you know what adam warlock's all but confirmed yeah like um, i mean you bring in the infinity you bring in the infinity gauntlet yeah you're gonna have adam warlock yeah the um in the post credit scene in thor 2 um you see his cocoon in the background there and he, it's probably visible too in you know the actual movie although i don't really really remember seeing it um yeah you know that place got blown up it probably put a crack in that cocoon he'll probably wake up and i don't really know who adam warlock is though so he's he's supposed to be like he was created to be the perfect being and uh he was found by you know some other cosmic being who's like oh holy shit dude and then you know like this other cosmic being just kind of took care of him and took him in and you showed me a picture of him once and i was like yeah the guy the guy got looks kind of like a douche yeah he's But, um, you know, they'll probably make him look. Well, as long as he's golden and blonde, I won't mind. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. So was... He's not even a white dude. He's he's gold. <laughs> was uh, Groot in the comics always a big puppy dog? Kind of. Yeah. Uh, like, I know, I, like, I remember reading, like, when he was introduced, he was kind of this, just basically a big monster who was... Yeah. People, but... but yeah, he's a big old... But, yeah, he's... He's a big old puppy dog. He's he's kind of an imbecile, but it's that he's absurdly well, powerful. No, he, no, he's not an not, imbecile. No, he's actually no, he's it's repeatedly been shown that he's actually pretty smart. He just, well, no, I mean like um, what I mean by that is that he shows that he doesn't understand certain things, and there are a lot of yeah. things that he, he just won't get. Yeah, and so. then there's his three word vocabulary. Well, I get the beginning of the movie where. Uh, trying to capture uh, uh, Star-Lord uh, Peter, I think. 
and he starts to tie up a Gamora. He's like, no, you idiot, learn, like, learn sexes, like, learn genders. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, what a, what a surprise, uh, breakout character, like, Rocket and Groot. Actually, not really a surprise, it's kind of like, well, duh. Of course they're gonna be the breakout characters. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny is that I actually have an Adam Warlock action figure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you like the the, the, the uh, crown of your collection? No, no. But I, I have a Thanos collection actually. Like legit. <laughs> I love Thanos, man. You have no idea. Yeah, Than- Thanos is nuts, but he's he's always he's usually pretty awesome. Well, like, what kind of makes me mad is in the recent, like, Marvel Now stuff. And this is this is one of my worries for the uh, for the next uh, set of Marvel stuff. But um, I am worried that they might go the Marvel Now route uh, for how Death is portrayed. And in the recent comics, she is actually a figment of his imagination, that he is actually hallucinating. And that... Kind of makes me angry. Wait, who is Death? Death, the uh, the cosmic, the celestial embodiment of Death, the the woman that Thanos is madly in love with. So when we say he's in love with Death, I'm not joking. And you thought it was? No, yeah, no. I never no, said you were. He's, he is in love with the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Every time you mention that, you act like it's some unimaginable thing that no one can comprehend it. But I pretty much got it the second you told me <laughs> yeah it's just uh, like sometimes i feel like i have to explain it to some yeah. folks uh, yeah of course then there's this competition for suitors what was your what was your favorite part <laughs> of the movie like your favorite aspect of it my favorite aspect of the film um i liked benicio del toro's uh in, interpretation of the collector and I liked most, the, like the entire scene with him in it. Was yeah, he was. Wasn't, I'm surprised that was his only scene, actually. Yeah. I guess he had two scenes, but. Yeah, after the post-credit scene. Oh, that. Joey will tell you, I cracked up with that post-credit scene. I knew it was coming, and I still cracked up. Oh, we'll mention that later. Um, yeah, the uh, my favorite part was uh, probably. Prison, the prison breakout part. Oh yeah, <laughs> where they're like, we need this, 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 and this, and this, and he's like, and like well, this part's going to be really hard to get. I don't know how we're going to get that in the background. And you, it's just it's in the background, just grabbing it. <laughs> and then like uh, when he brings him the leg, he's like, okay, here's the leg that you needed. He's like, oh, I didn't actually need that. Yeah. So. What and then later, hopping around. And then later on in the movie, he's actually he asked for someone's eye. Yeah. Funny guy. Funny, funny yeah. dude. This is yeah, Rocky. the most, um, most raunchiest of, of all the Marvel Studios movies in terms of, like, language and stuff. And, like, oh, yeah. They're not complaining about it, but um, is this not the style that the movies have been usually? Well, you know they are a bunch of a holes. Yeah, what a bunch of a holes. <laughs> um, how did you feel when uh when they survived in space? Well, I got, I, I got I, over it mighty quick. 
<laughs> I didn't. I want. I'm not exactly mad because that's actually almost what would happen. Yeah, it's because okay. James Gunn uh, actually were on the record saying, "Yeah, we had a few people asking." So here's my thoughts. Number one, first and foremost, I'm creating a a fairy tale, so I'm going to take some liberties. Second, Gamora has a cybernetic implant; she can survive longer. In space than humans. And, he's, and he, he uh, contacted NASA to get, like, generally what would happen. And they said if Star-Lord was wearing a mask, he could survive for a little while. Space. And they said that uh, those two space stations or whatever have a, a residual um, atmosphere extending around the complex. So that's they're not in 100% space. Yeah, and another thing is that, like, and if they needed anything else... Uh, Star Lord isn't entirely human. Yeah, that was another thing. Is, is that, that part of um the uh, comics and being half? Yes, yes, he's yeah. he's not he's not entirely human in the comics. He's a, he actually in the comics was half Kree. Oh, he was. Actually, yeah. I thought he was something half else, something else. Nope, half Kree in the said, comics. They said here like he was some sort of ancient species that they're not familiar with or something like that. Yeah, he might be the son of an Eternal. Uh, something similar to the collector. Okay. Oh, our, oh yeah, the collector, the grandmaster. I mean, oh, oh that's god, I really a, a thing in the next movie with his with his dad. I really don't hope we. I really don't hope they run into the grandmaster because he's kind of a he's kind of a colossal douche. The the game master, yeah. The grandmaster. Grandmaster, who are you talking about? Uh. Graymaster, uh, the Eternal that's kind of obsessed with games. Yeah, it's the Game Master. That's his name. Oh, do they? I thought it was Grand... I, no, I thought it was Grandmaster. Is it no, like that episode of Space Nine and they and they trap him in a giant game board? Uh, hold on. Hang <laughs> uh, out. So they had these things called um, Celestials, which are big, giant Titan god things, and uh, that's what. Um, that's what Galactus is, isn't he? No. No, Galactus is something else entirely. I thought I read that. Galactus is kind of a singularity. Oh, you know what? You were right. See? You were right. Yep, that is the Grandmaster. Okay. Okay. Well, it's okay. I'm, I'm all right with uh, I'm all right with being wrong there. You Celest- might- Celestials are actually something else entirely. Yeah, I thought I read that Galactus was a kind of a rogue celestial. No, he's sort of. He's He's been around since before the Big Bang. Yeah, he's actually from the... He's actually... He's something of a singularity. Galactus is done, will never work in a movie. Moving on. Yep. Um, <laughs> we, we've already... That's already been proven. Yeah. So. Um, well, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, so this, this movie was... It was great. The music was great. The acting was great. The jokes were great. Um, yeah, there were nitpicks with the villains, but overall they were... They were like better than what like Thor two did. I thought. Yeah, yeah, they they did a really good job. And like, yeah, Thor two, the way that they handled. Uh, oh my goodness, I can't even remember his name now. What? Malekith. Malekith. Yeah. Yes, the accursed. Anyway, uh, Malekith, he was fun, ish, and but he's he's much better in the comics. Like, yeah. Uh, they, he's he's a much better villain. Loki is Loki is still freaking awesome. Marvel has, has never got like 
found a villain as good as Loki. Uh, well, which is kind of well, no, because Fox currently owns the rights to the other really good Marvel villain, and uh, yeah, Doctor Doom. Yeah. Uh, no one is better than Doom. I, I think um, Hydra is becoming like pretty much as good as Loki. Um, they're getting there because Baron von Strucker showed up at the end of uh, of uh, Captain, America. Captain America too. So Baron, and Strucker's yeah, he's pretty good. I'm hoping Ultron will be like the one that topples Loki. How badass! Mm-hmm. He is. We can help. We can I guess help. Loki really isn't badass, but you know what I mean. Like, well, I was gonna say Ultron. Uh, Ultron is a scary dude. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of like, speaking of Ultron, I I, I just want to I just want to briefly touch on Ant Man and how worried I am about how Ant Man's looking. Well, the way that they've been, uh, the way that Marvel's track record has been so far. I really have no worries because they have they have done they have released nothing short of good movies because all of the Marvel movies that have come out so far that have been under the Marvel Studios name that are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe have been nothing short of good. Yeah, I would say actually the worst part of the MCU is probably better than Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah I mean, um, yeah, I mean, obviously we don't know what's going on with Ant-Man, but they are not going to release a horrible movie. Like, I can be yeah. sure of that. Um, but there's, a, there's always going to be that black cloud of, like, you know, what what would Edgar Wright's version be? Um, but, but we'll see. Like, so far, it, it looks good. They're definitely changing stuff, but um, you know, right. I don't really oh. care when they do that. Uh, yeah, so during uh, Comic-Con, they had some Age of Ultron stuff. Um like they confirmed that Tony Stark did like is the creator of this new version of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. Eh, Would it blow I, my I, mind I, is if it was actually Jarvis. Well, Jarvis. I think they're do. I think Jarvis is supposed to be Vision. Yeah, um, Jarvis becomes the Vision. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Um, like they have the actor who does the voice of Jarvis. He is the Vision, and then they. Paul Bettany. Okay. Yeah, they all but said that you know he becomes the Vision. Um. Yeah, like I won't we'll talk about what they said at uh, Comic Con, I guess. But they and then um, for uh, for Phase Three Marvel stuff. Oh, we uh, still, oh, wait, wait, wait! Before we move on to Phase Three, aside from Ant Man, we still need to talk about Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. So what is there to say at this point? Like it, it got better once Captain America happened. The you said it yourself. The mid-season break is when the show got good. Yeah, but you kind of have to. But I would, if you hadn't watched it, I would recommend just plowing well, through it this all. This does tie in with Guardians a little bit because, um, because that blue alien is probably a Kree. Yeah. Well, spoil. Uh, I I don't think Randy has seen Agents of Shield yet. I don't really care to watch already, it. We already talked about it. Yeah, it's like Agent Coulson got revived because um, he got Kree blood in him that like regenerated him, and uh. Or what we assume is a Cree, but it basically caused him to go insane. So they had to like erase his memories and all that stuff, and he, he discovers it, and it's a big plot point. But the same thing happens to another character called Sky in that show. And, and, and she gets another killed character. and gets the blue goo in her, but she's fine. Like everything's 
fine with her. And there's been a story going on with her. Like, she was kind of a dangerous object. Like, a like found in wherever she's from. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I don't know who her, who her parents were. Like, they're saying her parents were, quote-unquote, monsters. And um, and we're thinking they might be, uh, what was that, Inhumans? Yeah. Yep. And, like, one of the other characters in the show has basically said the same thing. It's like, what will I become? It's like, hinting that, like, something's going to happen to these select group of people, and people are thinking that... So- Inhumans. So you're thinking we're good? So we might see like the Inhumans, like Black Bolt and all the, all them and Deterrent Mists and all that good stuff. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of different things to to talk about. And Agent Coulson is like um, like he he started uh writing these crazy symbols on the wall, which are which like no one knows what they are. I assume they're like they're like it's like Cree math or something like that. So like yeah, so I, I imagine the Kree's gonna have a big thing to do with at, at least the uh, the backstory. Wait, I can't believe I didn't think about this. Could Agent Col- could they be turning Agent Coulson into Captain Marvel? Well, he's a human. That would be weird. Captain Marvel's Kree. Yeah. Well, Miss Marvel's. She's she's she was infused with Kree DNA. Ahem. Do you think if um, do you think Miss Marvel is going to be a Phase Three movie? Hopefully, because that would be great. Because Carol Danvers is amazing, and we need a yeah. I'm like, like I, I'll be really disappointed um, if she's not. I mean, there's this one opening for a movie that we don't really know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably not another Iron Man. So yeah, it has to be something original, and I think it's either Inhumans or Miss Marvel, or Captain Marvel, or something. Could be She-Hulk. Yeah, because that fits in. <laughs> yeah, not right yet, but soon. Um, yeah, like they're going more cosmic with like Thor three. Rumor has it that it's about Ragnarok, like the end of uh, the end of the world, the like the right of end of end of days for Asgard. Huh. That could be cosmic stuff. Uh, you know, um, Guardians Two is obviously cosmic. They could have a Miss Marvel that ties in with that, so with that, and then Avengers Three is probably Thanos. You know? Yes. Oh, please. I mean, can you yes. imagine the Guardians of the Galaxy, Miss Marvel, and the Avengers teaming up to fight Thanos? There's also going to be a Cap Three. Yeah. Cap- yeah. And more than likely, like Cap Three and definitely Ant Man is gonna, you know, stay with its own little Hydra plot line. It's not gonna get into Infinity Stones and all that. Stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't need to worry about that kind of stuff. More than likely not. Um. Yeah. Uh. I was thinking we can kind of go over the Phase Two roster of movies, but I don't really know if we need to do that. I think we already did it. Yeah, we we kind of already touched on all of them. Overall, um, like. Overall, let's just give a rating about um, like what order you would put um, like the Phase Two movies. Uh, okay. Randy, well, you want me to go first, or you want to go first, Randy? Is your, is your name Randy Dustin? I don't think so. Uh, well, at the bottom of the rung, it's probably going to have to end up being Iron Man Three, but yeah. I liked it still. You know, it's still a great film. Oh it's yeah. Just not on my top pick. Um, 
then uh then it was Thor two. Yeah. Then it was Cap. Yep. Then it was Guardians. Uh, I'm pretty much with Randy all the way. This is that's pretty much my lit. That was pretty much my order too. I would um I would put Thor two at the bottom. Um, it was like I still liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but it, it didn't have a lot of depth to it. Um, I would put kind of I don't know because I would have to see Captain America again and probably a, a Guardians again to see where I what I where I really put it. Um, but I kind of put Captain America and Guardians um, kind of on the same level for different reasons. Because, like, yeah. Guardians was, like, really well-structured, and it was funny, and it was exciting, it was well-made. But so was Captain America, but for different reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I seem to be a little bit of an outlier, but I adored Iron Man 3. Like, I liked it a lot. And um, so oh, for each their own, I suppose. Yeah, so I would probably put that a little bit below the other two, but not by much. Um, yeah. So like, it's like basically, I've loved all this entire phase, but Thor two is a little bit lower, I would say. Yeah, but I would say overall, for phase two was an improvement over phase one. But we. But it's still not quite over since we do have Age of Ultron, so we have to see how it cap at, caps out. Yeah, like I kind of see it like as Avengers as like the reward, you know. It's not like the payoff. We know it's going to be awesome. So yeah, you, you, like honestly, Avengers probably isn't the best film out of Phase One. Um, but it's the most satisfying. It's the most satisfying and exciting, and it makes you the most happy. So, even though it's a really good movie, you know, but yeah. a movie like Iron Man One is probably just better structured, you know, has a better has a better uh, character to it. But Avengers is just you know, this this is the payoff. It doesn't have to have huge character arcs. You already you already saw five movies for the character. Now let's get the let's get the climax going. Actually, Avengers 2 seems to be a lot more character-driven, so we'll see about that. Um, yep. So, Guardians of the Galaxy, go see it. Make it... Make it, uh... Like, keep it in that go top... Tw- keep it in that top three movies of the year. Um, yeah, don't let don't let the Turtles beat it. Oh, yeah, like, uh, keep it number one this week, guys. Don't let Ninja Turtles beat it. And it's probably going... It's probably not going to make as much as, like, a Transformers, but... Yeah, I think I think audiences have responded a lot more to Guardians than Transformers. Yeah, and a uh, good job. We can only help. Good job, James Gunn. It's like you Kudos. you have made one of the most the most satisfying movies of the of the year. And you've probably come, and you've probably come the closest to making a good space opera than anyone has, and probably. A good long while. Oh yeah, so, yeah. It's like just hands down one of the best sci-fi movies to come out in a really long time. Yeah, that, that's like not a a sequel, you know. Yep. All right, guys. Hmm. Thanks for chatting about. Hey, yeah. The galaxy. Yeah. So I've been I've been 
Can I can I plug my Twitter or something? Go ahead. Plug whatever you want. Yeah, I love plugging. Hey, so uh, if you always want to check out the latest goings on of me, whatever I'm doing and stuff like that, um, you can check me out at, at Randy Keepers on Twitter. Um, I have big things in store for the future for my Utah viewers or listeners. I really hope that the people from Utah are listening in on this because we got something really big for you. And uh, yeah. make sure, if you haven't already, uh, to uh, subscribe on um, the TuneWorks YouTube channel at Channel TuneWorks. That's works with a with an E. And uh, because I, we plan on releasing episode five of Wonders this month, if all things go well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a long time coming, but, you know, here it is. Oh, and there, yeah, Joey Buster doesn't have a podcast anymore to, to plug. Well, I'm. <laughs> Well, I'm, I might in the near future, but right now it's still kind of tentative. And, yeah, my Twitter's still there. I, I'll post something to it eventually. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Later. Later on. Peace. Oh, we didn't mention Dancing Groot, Little Baby Dancing Groot, or Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, okay, quick. Quick story. When that scene ended, I busted out laughing. I mean, Joey thought I'd lost my mind. It's like, <laughs> I just, I was, I had literally, I literally cracked up. Oh, well, I, figuratively. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, he said that it was just a joke, basically, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see, a, like, a Marvel one-shot based on Howard the Duck or something like that. I would, I would not be against that. I love I love Howard the Duck. I hate the movie Howard the Duck, but I love Howard the Duck himself. Yeah, dude, seriously, it's terrible, man. I like the only thing I remember that from that movie is duck tits, and that just that still gives me scream myself like nightmares to this day. There was a guy well, behind us who was like, "Really? Yeah, come on." But it's uh... and and I swear to God, someone made a duck pun. What pun? I call, <laughs> and I, I I called him out on it because that was that was horrible. Yeah, I I think people might have been expecting like ooh Age of Ultron Age of Ultron teaser, but um that would have been really out of place if they just say hey here's something totally unrelated to what you just watched. Um, and like little baby dancing root. Um, if if they made a little like like a dancing sunflower, but it was a little baby dancing root. I'd buy it. In a heartbeat. You put a boombox by it so it will always be dancing. That was a pretty that, wh- that was a pretty emotional like death scene for him. Yeah. Does that break the canon that he used the word we? No. No? No, he, he occasionally tosses in a word or two. But it he is kind of doesn't. but it is like once in a blue moon. That was very um, reminiscent of the Iron Giant, voiced by the same character. He, oh yeah, he like uh, flew himself in the missile, and he goes like, "I am Superman." And uh, here he goes, "We are." No, it's just, I think he just goes Superman. Oh, I haven't There's seen. There's no. Oh yeah. Um, very very reminiscent of that. Uh, and uh, Groot is a big puppy that will tear people's faces off and then smile about it. I, so I was talking to someone online, and they were saying, "I want a, I want my own Groot so I could climb him." 
Um, yep, okay. So we mentioned those two things. Later, guys. Later on. Okay, we're actually... Oh, we didn't mention time. Cosmo the Space Dog. Oh, oh yeah, Cosmo. Done, done, we're done, we're done. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Bye, guys. All right, thank you.